0: back to the Tyre Recycling Podcast and to episode 33 of our podcast series. Today we have an extra special episode in store and we hope that our viewers will enjoy, will enjoy this one just as much as the others. To guide us through what we have in store for today, I'm pleased to welcome back the editor of Tyre Rubber Recycling, Ewan Scott. Hi there, Ewan. So could you tell us what we have planned for today's episode?
1: Today we've, uh, we're pleased to be able to introduce special progress report from the black cycle project black cycle is one of the r&d research and development and innovation projects funded by the european commission under the eu eu's horizon 2020 research program to implement the concept of the circular economy to end of life tires at a european level the black cycle project has a an upcycling ambition targeting the creation of a circular economy of the end of life tires into technical applications within the tire industry by producing highly technical secondary raw materials, SRMs from ELTs. These SRMs will be used to develop new ranges of passenger car and truck tires, which will be sold commercially in Europe and globally the Black Cycle Project Consortium is formed by 12 partners from five different countries Orion, Enaris, Qantas, Icamsile, Aliapur, CSIC, CPERI, CERTH, CISNA, Pyrum, Estato, Hera, and Axelera, and led by the French world leader in tar manufacturing, Michelin.
0: Yeah, that's uh, certainly uh, a lot of partners and a lot of different people involved in the project, Ewan. Um, so, you know, I'm very excited to hear more about this interview. Could you tell us who uh, are the key protagonists in today's, uh, in today's interview?
1: We'll be interviewing Celso Magri, Global Marketing Director from Orion, one of the world's leading black uh, carbon black producers, and Ramon Murillo, from Spain's research body CSIC.
0: Fantastic well I'm sure our listeners and viewers will be interested to hear less from us and more from Celso and Roman so let's begin by jumping over to that interview and your first questions for our guest from Orion Celso Magri.
1: Today, we're able to welcome representatives from my two members of the Black Cycle Consortium, the leading global producer of carbon black, Orion Engineered Carbons, and the Spanish Environmental Research Group, CSIC. So let's begin with in, by introducing our guest from Orion, Celso Magri, who's the company's global marketing and sustainability director. Good morning, Celso, and welcome morning, to the entire Recycling Podcast. Good morning, morning. Ewan. morning. So I- initially, uh, I- I'm sure there will be uh, an immense interest in the Black Cycle Project from recyclers and pyrolysis specialists. Um, can you tell us where the project co- currently stands? Sure, sure.
2: So uh, Black Cycle consists of the whole tire circular value chain comprising of 12 partners and uh, they are coordinated by Michelin and seven industrial partners, five R&D organizations and to a European consortium across five countries. So from ELT's collection over shredding, pyrolysis to industrial partners, enhancement of TPO, carbon black production and development of sustainable resins to the production of tires. The project began May 2020, and we are now roughly halfway through. We have already progressed a lot and achieved some key milestones. For example, we had analyzed a big number of um, recycled oil samples, TPOs based on a wide variety of pyrolysis process conditions, different ELT feedstocks and distillation methods. Our partners are learning how to separate different tire parts to increasing the resulting TPO quality and to achieve better use for limonene production or sustainable resins. We as Orion were successful in a real production of a sustainable ASTM tire grid, which is currently being analyzed and produced by Michelin to produce a sustainable tire. There is still some way to go, particularly to improve the economics of the whole value chain, and to evaluate the true environmental impact. That means by LCA uh, over the, Circular value chain. Okay, I'm
1: going to I'm going to add a, a supplementary question here. Uh, you you mentioned ASTM grades for sustainable carbon black. So, uh, are you saying that you should be able to produce a sustainable carbon black that has an equivalency to a an existing
2: ASTM grade? Precisely, yes. So that was actually uh, um, a major um, milestone for us because it is much easier for the implementation if you have a dropping solution that exactly matches an ASTM grade, and this is what we achieved. That, that
1: is that is great news for the industry because it has always been, uh, pyrolysis people have always been very vague about where their recovered carbon black sits. Yes, and. Uh, When when I I speak to experts uh, who are not pyrolysis people, um, but who analyze the uh, the products, they've they've always said that they they never meet the standards that they claim to meet. So if if you've managed to do that, then that's a great step forwards. Okay, so does the development of sustainable carbon black from TPO uh, make a real difference to the
2: market? Yeah, definitely Yes, and this is very in line with what you just said, is that even after two decades of uh, R&D worldwide, premium RCBs so over the recovered carbon blacks that people have been testing can only replace carbon blacks in applications requiring lower reinforcing levels, particularly some of the so-called soft blacks. So this is more or less the area, right? So a higher filler in- reinforcement is required to meet demanding rubber properties like stiffness as well as tear and wear resistance for several applications like bead and steel adhesion, um, composing tires, and also truck tracks that need to be very tough. So in this case, there is currently no alternative to uh, virgin carbon black coming from a furnace process. So within the Black Cycle project, we have demonstrated that we can not only produce such grids with 100% uh, TPO, but they are also dropping solutions so that they can enable a complete transition out of fossil fuels for carbon black production in the future.
1: Okay. Um, so, why is sustainable carbon black so important to Orion?
2: Well, uh, for us, of course, if you, um, if you at, at Orion, right? So, we want to enable a transition out of of fossil fuels, right? So sustainability is an integral part of our strategy. So beyond all of our corporate initiatives to improve sustainability, our goal for us in the business, in the rubber business is to gradually make that that transition right over time. and this is what the whole value chain is aiming to by 2050. So, as mentioned, uh, the recovered carbon blacks can only replace uh, part of this um, uh, carbon blacks. Mm-hmm. So uh, we are the major carbon black producer to develop and commercially launch a carbon black made from 100% renewable materials. That was already a, a key milestone 10 years ago. Okay. So we are already launching the third product. Okay. However, we know that those uh, renewable carbons have some limitations, right, in terms of structure some of the properties so they can um play a certain role the recover carbon blacks another role so this is here a uh, um, a unique opportunity for 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 us and for the industry to cover the other part that is not covered yet and on top of it it uh, helps address another another issue which is tire waste right so sustainable carbon blacks made from elt pyrolysis oil they are key to complement our product offering and enable us and the whole industry to gradually move away from fossil fuels towards a circular economy so that's why it's so critical
1: yeah Uh, so i'm going to move on to uh, the uh, final question Uh, where does Orion position itself with regards to social responsibility and sustainability uh, in the the total market?
2: Yes, well, uh, a few years ago, uh, we started to position our environmental, social and government ESG topics that are relevant and material to Orion and its uh, key stakeholders in our sustainability report. So we've been doing that now uh, year after year. Uh, There, we also outline our sustainability strategy that embeds our key sustainability initiatives into Orion's corporate strategy. We have grouped those material uh, topics in the following four themes. So sustainable growth, compliance, living our values, and value chain engagement. We are committed to growing our business profitably with a minimal environmental footprint to ensure sustainable returns to our stakeholders on an ongoing basis. Compliance is about being responsible and adhering to operating standards set out in applicable laws, regulations, and our policies. We are committed to a diverse, fair, and inclusive culture with equal opportunity for all, and being a contributing member to our host communities. We believe that our sustainability performance is only as good as the standards set out by the weakest link in our value chain, So which are suppliers. So we are committed to working with our suppliers to enhance their ESG performance. And finally, probably you saw an announcement from our CEO. We recently signed the UN Global Compact. So this is the world's largest corporate sustainability initiative. The compact calls on companies to align strategies and operations with universal principles on human rights, labor, anti-corruption, and the environment. The PAC's mission is to mobilize a global movement of sustainable companies and stakeholders to create the world we want.
1: Okay, thank you very much for that. Um, Is is there anything else that you want to add that we haven't covered? Oh, I
2: think um, the the whole project is, is very important for us, for the environment, and for, of course, for Europe, right? So we are going to tackle issues with uh, tire waste, which is a mounting problem worldwide. And, and in Europe, since we are restricted, it is very important. And then uh, I think it is not only about creating technical solutions, but creating viable commercial solutions for that transition. So I am very glad to be a uh, part of it also. I think okay. that's the message. Thank you very much for
1: your time today. Um, So we're going to move on to our second interviewee, who is uh, Ramon Murillo, who is a scientific researcher at CSIC um, and leader of the Environmental Research Group. Um, So uh, welcome, Ramon. And uh, can you please give us some background to what CSIC does as an organisation? Uh, Yes, of course. Uh,
3: The Spanish Council for Scientific Research, or CSIC, is the largest research organization in Spain. It is similar to other research organizations in Europe, like, for example, CNRS in France, or Max Planck Institute in Germany. It is a public body with with approximately uh, 15,000 employees, and it is divided into uh, 120 institutes, covering different research areas. Uh, So different, like uh, biology, chemistry, physics, mathematics, economy, or even history. Uh, Concretely, I am the head of the environmental research group that belongs to uh, the so-called Instituto de Carboquímica, or ICB, where we mainly work in new processes and materials for contributing to a sustainable development and circular economy.
1: Okay, so we understand that CISC's main involvement in the black cycle project revolves around the optimization of uh, waste tower pyrolysis, large scale production and distillation of pyrolytic oil. Uh, Could you expand on on this for, uh, for us, please? Yes,
3: uh, as you said, uh, we are mainly involved in two different aspects within Black Project. Uh, within, uh, sorry, within Black Cycle Project. Uh, first, uh, we are the leaders of Work Package uh, Number Five, that it is uh, devoted to the optimization of pyrolysis process. Uh, also, at, <clears throat> sorry, at ICB we have a tier five packet plant based on POER technology, where we can pyrolyze up to ten kilograms per hour continuously of waste time. Uh, well, in this pilot plant, uh, we have tested uh, many experimental conditions, always trying to find the optimum ones for maximizing the paralytic oil production that will be later used in the production of sustainable uh, carbon black. Uh, at the same time, uh, we also try to find susten- uh, suitable conditions to achieve a high yield of uh, limonene, that is a high value added product commonly obtained in waste type paralysis. Uh, well, as you said, our second main contribution in black cycle project comprises the design, erection, and operation of a tiered five distillation column to treat the pyrolytic oil obtained during pyrolysis. In this way, uh, the pyrolytic oil is refined to achieve the quality requirements imposed by the sustainable carbon black production process. Uh, finally, we also research how to concentrate In limonene, a light fraction produced after the periodic oil oil distillation. Uh, This new product is later used by other partners for the synthesis of sustainable resins useful in the manufacturing of new
1: tires. Okay. In in what way has CISC been able to improve or optimize the production of uh, TPO? Uh, during the last two years,
3: uh, we have performed a wide experimental campaign, pyrolyzing different waste samples under different conditions. In this way, we have been able to find the optimum conditions to maximize the periodic oil production. And also at the same time, we have uh, improved the limonene yield that has achieved a concentration uh, certainly close to uh, 5% in weight. These optimum conditions allow us to produce a periodic carbon black. Also called recovered carbon black with a very low volatile matter content, that is a parameter uh, that limits the further application for this byproduct. Uh, uh, also, in addition, it is important to highlight that these optimum conditions were tested by one of the industrial partners in Black Cycle, obtaining pretty similar uh, results in a larger paralysis
1: plant, demonstrating uh, the process scalability. Okay, so the, all this research. Uh, will, will this technology be transferable within the industry or will it be retained solely for Black Cycle participants?
3: Yes, in my opinion, this technology is absolutely transferable to the industrial sector. In fact, one of the industrial partners in Black Cycle arms a full scale plant based on this technology. Well, moreover, the TRL 5 distillation column that has been implemented at ICB has been also used. The design and erection of a 7 column by one of the Black Cycle industrial partners. Therefore, there is a continuous information flow between the academic and industrial partners that obviously facilitates the technology
4: transfer.
1: Okay, now th- this last one, um, it might seem rather obvious to, to people who are, who are in the industry, um, who are doing the research. But can you highlight the differences between recovered carbon black and sustainable carbon black? Uh, Yes, of course. Uh, First, I
3: have to say that both carbon blacks are reinforcing fillers that can be used in rubber production. However, the sustainable carbon black has a higher quality and performance similar uh, to the ASTM carbon black uh, currently used in the manufacturing of new tires. At the end of the day, the recovered carbon black is a mixture of different products, including uh, inorganic materials, carbonaceous material coming from the possible incomplete degradation of rubber, and of course a mixture of different carbon blacks with different qualities, of course. Therefore, the performance of this material is not as good, is not a, as good, sorry, uh, as the performance of the synthetic carbon black or even the sustainable carbon black that, of course, are carefully designed and produced to be used for specific and very exigent applications. Anyway, this product can have a market and the challenge now is to develop it.
1: Okay, now I've got one one final question for for both of you. Either of you or both of you can can respond. Um, You've both mentioned limonene. Now, I I understand that limonene is a, a high value Material that can be extracted from tiles. Um, can you tell tell us a little bit more about limonene and, and what its uses are?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, uh, I can I can try to to answer Yeah, limonene is a terpene. Chemically,
3: it's a terpene that has the ability to be polymerized. Uh, so uh, that's very important because uh, you know that for uh, for. For rubber compounding and the production of waste tires, many different compounds are included. So, uh, one of them uh, are the resins, uh, are, are resins sorry. So, uh, if part of the waste tires can be
4: uh,
3: used again as resins, that's very important to try to achieve the circular economy that it is uh, pursued uh, during this uh, project execution. Limonene uh, is also a natural product that can be. Uh, produced from different sources, but uh, it is important to, to, to say that, uh, 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 that could be, there could be sorry uh, some kind of competence between the, uh, uh, the food industry and, in this case, the tire manufacturing industry. So if we are able to recycle the limonium that is uh, inside the natural rubber, uh, so that's great news. Great.
1: Okay, thank you very much for that. I, I have heard some presentations on limonene before, but I, I'm I'm not a, I'm not a chemist. I'm not a scientist, so uh, I just liked a a little, a little bit of clarification there. So thank you both very much.
0: So welcome back to the Tyre Recycling Podcast. That was our interview with Celso Magre and Ramon Murillo. Um, Ewan, the Black Cycle Project has had a lot of of PR in in the tyre sector. And, you know, we it, it could easily be seen as a game changer in the industry. What do you see um, as the main market developments and market changes that are arising from this project?
4: I think the the, the key takeaway from this, if you like, is that uh, I, 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 to be fair, Black Cycle is not the first project that has done this. Um, but they have characterized um, and developed sustainable uh, recovered carbon black from tyre pyrolysis oil now as i say others have done this boulder industries in the states have done it but here we have a a tyre manufacturer-led consortium looking at this uh, setting specification Characterizing it with, with a carbon black manufacturer. Uh, and we have the carbon black manufacturer' saying this material is not just similar to but equivalent to an ASTM grade. And that has always been the, the, the failing uh, of recovered carbon black because it was never, it was never specified. The, each manufacturer would say, oh, it's in the regional NMV30 or whatever. But the reality was it was quite a big region. The, the, the key here is that with sustainable carbon blacks In this project led by Michelin, the Tire Manufacturer of the, the Carbon Black Manufacturer, they have a, a, come to a, an agreement and uh, they have developed something that will match the ASTM grades. That is a key key takeaway from this. Um, so they're using tyre pyrolysis oil as a raw material instead of virgin oil. Uh, they are not using fossil fuels directly, because obviously at the moment, tyres, the, the oil that's in comes from fossil fuels. But um, this is a step down the road of a uh, towards a more sustainable tire. So that that was a key point. Um and the other the other thing is that the research that Ramon Romeo is doing um the S I C is trying to refine things uh to to get the best out of the tyres. The, the so he alluded to um, dealing with the tires in different ways, which we can presume means dealing with the, the tread separately from the sidewall, separately from the carpets. So there's a, in doing that, we're creating a more specified background
0: build up. Um, Absolutely. Um, well, I'm sure our viewers will be interested to see uh, see and hear more from the Black Cycle Project in due, co- due course. We will certainly be back talking to them um, once they have uh, further updates for us. But for now, that concludes this episode of the Tyre Recycling Podcast. Thanks for joining us today and please stay safe.